lovely to meet you guys. Congratulations oh, yeah. on, a, on a brilliant title and a fantastic film. Oh, thank um, you. Oh, you, yeah. you like the title? Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. It's controversial. We you see the title. We We've been talking credit. about this. Yeah. 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 First question, which is probably the most striking from for our point of view, is how did three Irish filmmakers come to a story about Middle America? Um, just, I suppose the book is set there, and mm. so um, all three, Robbie, Nick, and myself all love the book. Uh, in fact, I can remember Robbie was shooting in Brazil, and he sent me an email uh, where he'd enlarged the type to like that size, and it just said, "Do this book, you know, make this book." I think it was, you know, which is great, you know. And, and already by the time he landed, he'd sent me pictures of of people to play Mr. Crowley, and you know, he was going to. So yeah, we all loved it. Uh, didn't know if we'd be able to achieve it. Irish Film Board were brilliant at supporting it because it's not exactly set in Cork, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's Minnesota, um, and yeah, we just. Nick had made a short film with Max in it, so that was our first, you know, name out of the hat for for John. Uh, and then we thought, well, we're we're filmmakers more than big time producers, so let's go and make a test in America that we can use as a financing tool, and we'll also get us to see how you shoot in America like that. And we found it was actually very easy to shoot because it's so remote; it's you're kind of left alone and do what you want to do, yeah. you know. And so that that was great, you know. And then we met Max for the first time, and yeah. So it's cool. Brilliant. So uh, John Cleaver is a very interesting character. How do you get in the head of somebody like that? Uh, Painfully. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the process for me was just like make yourself feel terrible. That's that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's not quite all of it, but yeah, just I think yeah. reading the book and and reading the script and talking talking through with uh, Chris Lloyd as well. Um, yeah, you just kind of it evolves. Because it is, it's a very interesting thing if you're playing a sociopath. Sure. There's a, like a lack of emotion, but then to give across the idea of being upset, like it's, it's yeah. kind of a fine line, but you do it so well. Cheers, um, thank you. Yeah. Excellent. And you have quite an interesting background. So you've done, you've played very different characters, like cheeky kids, and so now you've evolved yeah. into murderous teens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what would be another step? What would be your next thing that you'd love to move on to? Abe Lincoln. Abe Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, could, I couldn't tell you. Just something, something interesting and perhaps equally like out there. Yeah, you know? definitely. Challenging. Yeah. Brilliant. And yeah, just how did you get into acting? Like, obviously at a very early age. Uh, I got out my telescope and I looked at the stars and uh, <laughs> my, my fortune was there. Now, I, it just happenstance. Uh, Where the Wild Things Are kind of just fell into my lap and then... It's a really weird How'd world. How did that come to, about? How did Spike meet you? Um, well, my dad's a photographer, um, and he he was he was taking pictures of like a, a local Portland director um, for a magazine, and she needed eight or nine year old kids uh, for a music video, and knew from his photos that he had an eight or nine year old kid, or was probably seven or something. Um, mm. So did a music video and got paid with a turtleneck and a piece of pizza, and then. Uh, yeah, kind of. My name got passed around uh, as they were as they were casting where the wild things are. There's kind of just a call for all the friends and friends of friends and friends of friends to throw names around, and mine got thrown around. And yeah, cool. Wow, yeah, that's good. And what would be the difference between working on something a little bit more low key and doing something quite big <laughs> and green screen? Well, that's that was that was like yeah. it, it, a large part of the appeal for this project is like I, I know these people I mean they've been trying to make the film for six years now and so I met them yeah. when I was 13 or so yeah. um, and it's, you, it's and you stuck to us like velcro yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah and so it's it's 
How long was the shoot, say, on Where the Wild Things Are then? Where the Wild Things Are was four months in Australia, and then two, like a year and a half later, we did a reshoot for, I don't know, upwards of a few weeks. Um, and our whole shoot was a few weeks. And our whole shoot yeah. was a few weeks. So I think it's, I think it's just a yeah. lot. And we were talking about this earlier. It's like yeah. you get to do it on your own terms, ultimately. Um, yeah, we had no boss over us. Yeah. You know, that was, we're in Minnesota, and we can do whatever we want with the film. So one advantage of being so low budget is yeah. that... You know the 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 finances were pretty much you know the Irish Film Board and Quickfire in the UK and they were, I, it's great that they were so confident in us but they kind of mm. and also we're very remote like we're 100 miles from the Canadian border they didn't pop over to see how we're getting on yeah. <laughs> it's like a bit cold for that you know? sure. so, yeah and speaking of the weather was it difficult to film and then it did look like a, a pretty fierce amount of snow I mean it's, it's a cold it's yeah. a cold snowy place but ultimately like you're you're there so you just make it happen. Yeah. So average is minus 20, but you just wrap up warmly. And actually, yeah. saying earlier as well, like that you, you get a hell of a lot more sunshine than we get, you know. Yeah. So that's always because, and also the light bounces off the snow, so it's very bright, you know. Mm. The, yeah, there are difficulties, but um, it didn't slow us down that much, no, really. No, I, don't I think, think so. yeah, you just keep going with it. We've kind of been joking a lot about it. at the time, the Revenant was making a big song and dance about how cold they were, you know, and we were like, Huh. Well, we had like you know their hot water bottle budget to make our whole film, so you know it's, it's just uh, you just get on with it. And you, you watch the locals; I mean, they're all in jeans and big sweaters. And yeah, you just get on with it, you know. And the funny was you, you meet some of the old lads in the bar, and they've got their their V eight like truck outside, you know, their pickups, and the engines running. And they might be in the bar all day for eight hours, but they leave the engine running the whole time in case it freezes, you know. And like Jesus, it's you know. So cheap. And also, it's so cheap fuel, yeah. yeah, you know. So it's it's a different way of life. It's uh, it's funny. Like, how would you kind of delve into those characters or develop them? I'm sure they were pretty laid out from the book, but... Which ones in particular do you mean, just um, in, in general? Or? Yourself and oh, yeah, for yeah, Christopher's, yeah. yeah. Well, um... Well, we, yeah, we had the book as a, as yeah, a guide. Yeah, the book and then the material. script. Uh, and the script, yeah. What, you see, what was great about Christopher was because he has a history of playing very odd characters, he had no fear of going to those places. Yeah. And what he liked about this was it's a hell of a lot more subtle, say, than Uncle Fester, or, you know, or, or the what's the villain in uh, Roger Rabbit, you know, that he played. But but what the advantage for me is that even if um, we're doing a shot, say, from John's window and we see Crowley in the distance, is that Chris is an actor that's almost like a silent movie star where he knows how to use his whole body, which sure. is why he wants yeah. the gym, because he's always been very physical. He's so he can bring a subtlety to that that maybe another actor who's more about voice or about face wouldn't. Yeah. And so Chris was always thinking like that, you mm -hmm. know, about it. And that was, so like the whole, if you think of it, we're, we're hmm, I can't say that because I'm giving it away. Uh, but some of the more difficult physical scenes, we've got a yeah. 78 year old man doing yeah. them, but he doesn't mind because he, he knows he needs to do those things yeah. because that's the physicality that he likes to bring, you know, and so that was totally. fantastic, you know. It's good. Um, and definitely there's like a nostalgia factor there from the, the town and there's the yeah. sense where mm. it's so vintage looking and the choice of shooting on 16mm and then mm. like that's very timely because a lot of you know towns like that feel like they've been left behind which is probably why America is where it is. So. Well with the whole election definitely yeah. you know I was thinking back to our, our days in, in Minnesota I think actually Minnesota went for Clinton I think because they're very Scandinavian there but you could yeah. certainly get a sense of you know you could hear the conversations in the bars and there was a lot of yeah. low low anger because even probably in Minnesota it's it's probably Virginia probably went Trump if you think about it you know yeah. Sort of very vision of the town that is not the state. Um, yeah, yeah, and it is overlooked. And also, Robbie Munich, we scouted like, 
you know, I remember um, the, the famous one, the election, Ohio, we, we scattered all there and we went into Pennsylvania and, and West Virginia and that's the heart of it. And that is like industrial devastation, you know, there's nothing left there. And you, you do realise, yeah, it's, it's why they call it the flyover states, it has been ignored, you know. So it's quite fascinating. We've, to be honest, found the people pretty much, they were lovely, you know, they were yeah. great help, you know. And, Flamers Bar. We, we we if we wanted a camera platform, you know that they 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 were we'd go in there playing pool and I can't remember his name the the boss but his second name is Flamers but he hear Flamer <laughs> Joe or whatever he'd go yeah if you want to use my pickup as a camera truck you know so we'd use his massive yeah. big Ford one fifty whatever they called totally them. and and, and the, the, yeah. yeah the town is so small and so like just yeah. aesthetically perfect already um, yeah. so we could close the main street do anything we liked yeah. it was great you know so. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for yeah, chatting to us. Um, I'm sure it's going to do really well. Anyway, yeah. well, well you. done. Congratulations. Thanks. Cheers. Thank Cheers. you. Yeah, thank you. Thank